Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. It is the Blue Room. It is the day after, the night before Everton losing. 4-1 at home to Liverpool. Liverpool's best derby win, or biggest derby win, I should say, since 1986. Certainly not the best because of the Everton team they were playing against. Uh, I would encourage people, if you want the raw anger, expletive-laden podcast, go and listen to the post-match show. Uh, Keith Tomlin, in particular, was in marvellous form on that, uh, along with Mark Mosey and Matt Flusk. Uh, I am joined now for probably a bit more of a measured conversation about what happened um, Well, by the time this goes out around 24 hours ago with Dave Downey. Dave, how were you feeling after all that last night, mate? Uh, it, it's difficult to feel as as despondent as I have in the past when we've lost derbies because I think I think many of us when we did the the spaces uh, thing, which again we're going to do a lot more of, aren't we? Mm, yeah, um, we seem to really enjoy it, and everyone did, even though it was quite cathartic. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I feel like I expected that feel. There was nothing that happened in that game, probably apart from a score and a goal that I didn't really expect too much um, I thought at times I thought some some half decent efforts I thought Rondon was probably the only person the only player and obviously Gray with his goal to come away from that with you know any sort of positive vibes um, whereas everyone else did exactly what we predicted um, exactly not predicted maybe but what you thought or feared might happen um, I felt the way we lined up and things like that a lot played right into their hands. And I know I have been reluctant to criticise Benitez as, as much as other people have. But when I look at when Trent gets the ball on the right-hand side and it's basically Gray and Dean behind him lining up and Salah could smell blood from the start and he just ventured over to that side and that's where he scores that peach of a goal to make it 2-0. Um, it just looked like we were so so naive in certain parts of the pitch, and then and then all the, the sort of like ugly scenes that we we feared, but like I say, probably expected to happen towards the end, going through the motions of this is this is Everton at the moment. This is the Everton that we we know, and a lot of people are really really angry about, and, and rightly so. Um, usual type of scenes you see, well, probably more. Than, than what I expected to see from fans sort of screaming towards the, the director's box at the end of the game, um, you know, as the players are going off the pitch. A lot of ugly scenes, um, things that you it's, don't want it's to see. It's understandable though, isn't it, Dave? You know, what, what, well, it's perfectly. I'm not, what, I'm not saying that as in what, like people acted out of order. I tell you what, mate, we, we, we're football fans who pay money to go to a football match. It's, it's often a well-discussed thing, isn't it? Since... 
time began uh, about football fans going to football matches and what they expect. Do they expect entertainment? Do they, do they expect the team just simply win and they don't care how it happens, but they win games? Each of us have got our own thoughts and feelings, what you want to see when you go to a football match, like any anywhere you want to be entertained in, in life when you go and see a film or whatever. Mm. Um, but with our club, uh, and it, I think it was really well said from Mosey last night on the, on the piece that's on uh, the, the, the Twitter, um, the Blue Room Twitter, when he's talking about, you know, this is, we almost deserve this from what the way in which we've gone about things in years gone by. Did any of us really expect this to be any different? And there was always a sense of an inevitability in this match and the way it, it played itself out. But those people who are screaming things, and, and I don't know if you've seen the, the, the video, I think somebody got, I think it was Neil Jones, who got that piece where there's a fan basically just screaming at Brands as he's walking out of the directors. And he's, he stops to talk to him, fair play, but you know, he's obviously swearing at him in his face, and I don't really, think he was. I don't, I don't think he was swearing at him. He was just angry, wasn't he? He was just. He, was he just swear, angry. I mean, he, he swore at him, and, and and I don't know what Brands or anybody in that director's box would expect. Um, and and I think Brands asked him a question of, "Do you think that's just the players or something like that?" Along those lines, I think if you listen to it really carefully, weird thing to say. Yeah, it's almost it's almost like I do my job, mate. It's somebody else's fault. And do you know what, mate? That that really scares me to hear something like that because I remember when I went down to Watford a few seasons ago when uh, Silver was still in charge, and we had a chat with Brands as he was coming out because I parked my car right at the back of Vicarage Road. Uh, there's a hospital next to it there. He come out to get hit in a car that obviously he was getting a lift or whatever he was going off to. And he had a tiny little chat with us. You know, we lost 1-0. And I was like, what's going on there? And he was shaking his head and stuff like that. Typical things you'd expect from a fan. And as a director of football, he's obviously not happy with what he's produced, the players that are at the football club. Um, this one last night, though, um, was very, very concerning for me because him saying, do you think that's just the players? It's ambiguous, yes, but it's not exactly... We're all in this together. We know how bad things are, but we're going to work hard to sort it out. Similar to the line that Mashiri did in his, heaven forbid, once again, his text. Oh, we'll come, Jim we'll White, I know we're going to that, but yeah. hearing him speak like that, I thought, oh, that is not good. Um, obviously, it's not good anyway in, in the, the circumstances that we're in right now, but it's not good to hear somebody basically bat it away a little bit and say, you know, I'm doing my job, but obviously there's some of the stuff going on that I can't affect. Well, you sort of look at that. Sorry to interrupt you, but you yeah. sort of look at that video, and when when Brands responds to that fan, and the fan says, "I can't remember what the fan says back to him exactly," he just walks off, doesn't he? And it, yeah. it's almost it's almost like he's he said something and thought oh, I shouldn't have said anything there. Shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Shouldn't have said yeah. that, and and, just, and, and it's, it's almost you know. It's almost like you go on Twitter to post something after the game when you've had a couple of pints and think, actually, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to, I'm going to delete that tweet and just just log off for a little bit because I need to calm down. It, it it was like that was the equivalent of what he did, wasn't it? It was sort of like I, I need to I need to go away before I, I I get too emotional and say anything else. Well, it was that's exactly that's spot on. I think that's how I felt. Um, and watching it, I thought, oh. As soon as I saw it, I thought, this is going to get ugly. Someone's going to throw a dig here or something like that. Because the, the the guy's literally, you know, not even a foot away from him, isn't he? They're both on either side. It's just one little thing that just keeps them barred away from each other. And for him to say that, because obviously you look at the context of everything that's going on right now, he's got to have stuff in his mind to say to people when they speak to him. It's not like he can go to a 40,000... Uh, fan place and not be expected for fans to approach him or speak to him or him have to say something back. I mean, you've, you've got to be ruthless not to say a word, you know, probably get kids coming up to him asking for his autograph, all that sort of thing. He's He knows that's going to happen. So surely you have something prepared. So surely you have a response or at least what he did there. It, it, <laughs> it, it's like that situation. Have you seen that episode of Friends where, where Ross is like, I think it's his stepsister or something like that comes to stay with him one night and 
he, he tries to kiss her. And oh, because it's cousin, isn't it? Yeah, it's Courtney's cousin. I've literally just watched that episode and she, she comes back and says, what are you doing? And he, in his head, it just goes, say something, say something. <laughs> and he goes, it's a long time since I've had sex. And then he goes, yeah, you should not have said anything. <laughs> it, was, it was almost like that. Because I'm like, when he said this, I'm like, Brands, what you've done is raise a load of other questions and... Obviously, for us, we, we do a podcast every single day talking about these things. And obviously, it's a big sort of talking point to start this with, Matt. But for him to say what he said, uh, I don't think that'll have gone down well with the rest of the board if they had a chat after this, even if they did. I mean, I, I probably didn't would have thought they didn't have a chat because it doesn't look like they're together or coming up with anything sort of solution that we need to get the, to these things sorted and get the football club right right now. But for him to say that, um, whether he's thought of it previously or whether he frustrated himself, because that's what it sounded like to me when he says that. It's almost like, well, what what else can I do? Do you know what I mean? Mm. I, I, every single one who's listening to this right now, and both me and you, there's plenty I'd like to say to him. I'm, I'm certain everybody would. But for him to come out with that, just I think it epitomises what is going on at this football club right now is that we're just a ship with no sails you just don't know what direction this is going in um, who's in charge who is making these decisions all the sort of stuff we've said in the past has come right up to the surface once again and now we're, we're staring at what a, a manager that's going to still be there no you want to move on to that in a sec mm. with the machinery comments or WhatsApp message to Jim White which is really 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 weird horrible and then we've got these fixtures coming up to up to Christmas and the New Year. So uh, I'm not putting my tree up yet, mate. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, mine mine's not up yet either. I've not I've not got it in me. It's just, um, but it, I, just, I just you know I I left after the third goal last night because you know I would have gone on two 0 but my dad gave me a look as if to say, "Come on, that that that's too much." Yeah. But, um I went after the third goal last night. I didn't really see any of the the scenes at the end, but. I was, you know, you, you see all the journalists doing at the ground saying, you know, there's a chance to sack the board and there's people, you know, trying to speak to people in the director's box. And I was happy to see that. And obviously there was the banner in the the, the Gladys Street again. That's been there for, for two games in, in a row now. So that sort of thing is good to see. But I think when it, when it comes to people like Brands, Dave, it's just, it, it goes back to communication. And I, like, you know, like yeah. you said, it's something that we're going to come on to talk about. But... Nobody knows what this fella does, and he, he sits. He sits at the front of the the director's box, best seat in the house every single week in that stadium. And ultimately, when you're a director of football and title, but we don't really know what you actually do in terms of your role. And when people see that that on the pitch, and it's not it's not just last night. Everton got levered by a really good side last night. Let, let, let's have it right. There is there are chasms and oceans between these two teams. But last night was the cherry on top, wasn't it? Of yeah. what has been a rotten spell. And, and when you're sat there in that seat, having been given a new contract in the summer and have built this, I'm not going to even call it a team, built this ramshackle of players that's on the pitch at the moment. Mm. And you don't come out and explain to people what your idea is, what your thinking is, why you've gone for this player, what you actually do. Then that's going to, you know, it leaves a void, doesn't it? That's only going to be filled by by mistrust and, and with the sort of anger that we saw at the end last night. Well, yes, but the other side of this that I try and keep in my head is how these people work, how they speak out, the communication side of things, like you say. Um, that that to me is the much more annoying thing that I it always comes to my the front of my head when when these situations happen that I'm thinking, okay. What's your response here? You've been in this situation several times. There's a, a there's a, there's a guy at that club in Bill Kenwright who's been there for decades, and yet they're still not coming to into a plan. They're still not forming a plan where they can give a response to fans. the The idea has always been silence. It's always been silence forever, up to the point of Machiri coming in and getting to do what he does these days, which, is again, is making things even worse, making people more irate than what they actually are for what's happened on the pitch. Um, and I just sort of, I just, I really do wonder, you know, they, they obviously communicate with each other, um, the people on the board, 
and the, the, they obviously have meetings. I don't know it's monthly or you know every Monday morning, like a lot of businesses do. Or there's a you know there's a WhatsApp. I, I just I can't imagine what they say to each other. I can't imagine where the football club comes to a situation that we're in right now and how we've got to this point. What the level of responsibility, communication, all of those buzzwords I think that businesses talk about when they appoint people and stuff like that, when people get jobs and CEOs and all of, all of that sort of thing, that side of business, corporate stuff, you know, what what's happened for it to come to this point, yet they, they're all sitting together and showing a face to the public that seems like they're all obviously not happy. I wouldn't expect them to be happy at, at the it's, at it's it's like it's like succession, isn't it, Dave? You know, put forward yeah. this put forward this view oh, of this, this this united sort of front. Whenever you know, to, to the to the world, you, you know, they're all sat there together on the same page, all apparently pulling in the same direction. But everyone looks at it, goes really looks at it and thinks really. These have all got their own agendas here. There's, there's no way these are all on the same page. Yeah. They're all pulling in different directions. After after this latest shambles is finished, they're all going to be going to their respective people in the media. You know, Bill Kenwright will be going to the people we know that he's with. Marcel Brands will be going off to the Dutch media, I imagine, in the next couple of days. Um, Farah Mashiri has already done it by, by going to his. You know, it's 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 so naive to think that this is you know everyone's on the same page. And, and there's that piece from. Paddy and Greg in the Athletic this morning. I don't know. I don't know if you managed to read that yet, but I, haven't seen it yet. I was I was reading through it and I was just like, this. There's just so much deceased, and there's so much sort of backstabbing, and there's so many people with their own agendas, and so many people trying to, you know, put forward that they're not responsible for this. And when you've got when you've got all that meshed together, I was just reading this, thinking, this 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 sounds like Sunderland. This sounds like QPR. This sounds like any other. Catastrophe, catastrophe club we've seen in recent years, and I just it, it just needs completely refreshing and completely sorting out because I, I don't know it just it just feels as though there's so many people going in so many different directions and it's going to rip the clubs to shreds. Well, I mean, we again, I think we are going we're in danger of repeatedly going over what's gone on here, but. You know, how can you not because of what happened on the pitch? And, you know, you talk about Mishir, he's the man who can change this. I said it the other day in in the other podcast earlier, yesterday in the Spaces chat we had, that, you know, he's the man who can change things immediately if he wants to. And the other thing that I've started going towards, and and I'm not too sure where that uh, comment came from, where it says, Ian, he spends 8% of his time looking at Everton, well, you know, there's an issue straight away. Is this a guy that is daily got his hands on this football club, looking at what's going on inside? Is he getting the data? You'll get, uh, you'll no doubt get sent an email every now and then with the information that most people will think that he needs to see or that he'll want to see. The problem is this guy seems to have a say on what happens, even with signing players, possibly even how we play. You know, you can imagine when Big Sam come along that he was well into all of that sort of thing about, you know, who he thinks should start games, what players should be on the bench, stuff like that, which is very, very dangerous. I think clubs all over the country, uh, there are certain ones, aren't there, who, who will have had that issue. You know, get people who own football clubs getting their hands involved in areas they really, really shouldn't, and it should be experts who do that. Everton are beyond that. Everton are further down that that difficulty because you know what he's actually employing as experts in inverted commas they're not doing their jobs either so it's like a, a it's a double hit then it, it it's just a simple thing where i don't know you think of ridsdale at leeds and stuff like that who, who's put money into a point and then probably thought well i've put that money in and I, I deserve to be the person who decides certain things as well as the manager well, that's not the case. That's not how it works. And I've done a lot of conversations with people on, on Twitter today about this. That it, and I think a couple of lads who we've had on um, our shows in the last few days might have said the same thing. You know, football clubs shouldn't be really difficult to manage. They shouldn't be difficult to, yes, make a success of possibly is difficult because then you do need expertise in certain areas to get you to win things. But for 
for them to actually be something that is an entity that does what it's meant to do. That part shouldn't be that difficult. I reckon I could go in there. I reckon most fans can go in there and do the same thing these people that are in there right now are doing. Um, you know, maybe not the recruitment side of things, or maybe they could do best brands the way in which we're looking now, but you can't you can't say that we've got people in charge. You think I know why that person's there because they're the best person that can do this, or one of the best people in that field who can do this particular thing. I can't say with any confidence that there are any of them there. That a lot of other people who are really upset about Everton right now could couldn't do the same thing, you know. And 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 that's why we're in such a mess. We've got somebody who owns it today, and I think we'll move on to this now, Matt. I think it's probably the time to talk about him yet again, going to his friend Jim White and putting the, today's text message, Matt. I think he's done a couple of texts in the past, but he's done a few calls. But he's upgraded he from that. doing notes on uh, on his iPhone. That's it. He couldn't be asked ringing up today. Um, we showed you where he is mentally, and and somebody replied to me before saying that he thought it was harsh that I mentioned Machiri in that sort of context of this guy is he bothered? Well, I can't see much. I know he's going to be the. I think the Echo said, I mean, the, the brilliant Echo guys have said mm. he's there on Monday for the Arsenal game. I mean, he's got some bottle. He really has. I know he's obviously going to be protected and all that, and security around him and, and stuff like that, but a bit like the way Ken Wright was, it, he's just going to be surrounded by hatred. And people are annoyed, are going to say things, and that's no excuse for the way some people talk towards these people who are human beings at the end of the day. But, the, you know, the other side of things is, and probably the main side of things is, this is our football club. You know, we're going to be here when they're not. When they leave, when they sack someone, when the when the manager moves on, when the players move on, we're going to be the ones that are here. At least, you know, have some respect. And and, and again, there's not any. I think if any of them were listening to this, any of the football club, they'd be saying, "Well, you have some respect that we're trying our best." Well, I think we're entitled. Well, they're not to are say, they? They're not. Well, but we we also think you know if they are trying their best. Like me when I go to work as a journalist, like you when you go to work and your new job as a journalist, Matt, all of those things, if you don't perform to a certain degree, you will be sacked. You will not do that job for long or you'll get moved on to somewhere else or you'll have to go further down the ladder to, you know, to, to do some, to something else where you don't get paid as much as you get paid now. Every single thing that you're used to in life, in work, that does reflect itself in, in Everton. Why should they, they be entitled to carry on doing certain things for this football club when they're failing? They are failing. And and that's and look, it's a dog eat world, yes. Most industries are. Ours is, isn't it, Matt? I mean you look at the amount of times we've tried to get in somewhere and it just hasn't happened and you've had to go mm. again and again and again. And it's, it's elite level football, Dave, isn't it? It's yeah. you know, it's it's not it's not like a, a community club, you know. It's, it's not a, a, a non-profit organization or anything. This is this is the it should be the the very best people working with some of the very best athletes at you know institutions. No, but the, the worst thing, but just on that match, sorry to interrupt, but somebody has decided that they are the best people. Somebody has decided that these people are the top of the game yet you look at the results which is ultimately what this business boils down to and it's not it's not the best people it, it, it's incompetence from so many different directions that you could actually drive yourself crazy i'm, I'm recovering from a stroke mate i tell you what, i feel like my head's all over the place most of the time they feel even worse when i think about Evan. yeah and, and it, 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 I don't understand why. Is there something that we're not aware of? These are the things we used to talk about with uh, Bill Kenwright talking about the football club and the way in which the football club were ran. No money. He was looking for more sponsors, type of thing. He was looking for finances all over the world and whatnot. We ended up with Machiri. All that side of thing, we started thinking, is this stuff behind the scenes that we're not aware of? Is this football club? And there was a lot of things said, wasn't there, about other people across the country? Um, Philip Green was it? It was that all of that stuff. It was associated with and Peter Johnson before that. You know, we've we, we've been 
to the mill and back, haven't we, with this football club? Let's not. Well, it's 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 you know it's full of you know, and this is the strong way, but it's full of leeches. The, yeah, of course it is. There's, there's so yeah. many people, from people on the playing staff to people on the coaching staff to people on the board who are leeching off this football club. Would you because, would you say Marcel Brands is a leech? Of course he is. Correct. Course, well, well, yeah, well, he is. He is, isn't he? Because well, I, I don't know actually. Well, because... I tell you what, Dave. If if, if he's well, if he's if he's if he's doing the director of football role in its traditional way, and he's got control over these things, he's just doing terribly at it, then no, he's not. But we, we know really that's not the case, don't we? He is someone who is a director of football, who sits on the board, which no other director of football I'm aware of in world football does. And that's, is that it? Is, is that, 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 is, that is really the sum of his, of his role, isn't it? You know, the players that come in for the last few years have been from the manager, the academy structure, it just seems like the moving deck chairs on the, on the, the Titanic. John Ebrell and David Unsworth have got different job titles every week. Um, they're bringing in former players um, as coaches and stuff like that. But And again, this, this we're saying this, and we use this terminology because no one knows what he does. He's effectively an empty suit who is there and no one, no one quite knows what he does. But then you look, look at the playing staff and it's absolutely full. You know, people, people who are taking a wage off this football club who just do not deserve it. Um, and and they're here because of, a lot of them are here because of gross mismanagement of people above them or up the food chain, and it and it does go all the way up to the top, and it does go up to, all the way up to fire machinery. And like you said, I think now is 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 a good time to talk about what's happened today. Yeah. Um, in regards to, I think obviously there's anger at the game last night, like we've spoken about. People, I don't think anyone really expected the manager to get sacked, but I think it was. It would have been a good time potentially with a tough run of fixtures coming up, but another home game coming up, which Everton have probably got a better chance of winning. Yeah. To get someone in front of a camera um, on the club's official channel will say, This is what's happening. Things haven't been good. These are the mistakes. This is how we're going to fix them. We need you yeah. here to, to, to stay with us, <clears> stay on side. You know, we're, you know, we're going to get try, try and put this, you know, try and put something out there that is going to unite people going into this tough run of fixtures. And listen, if they'd done that, people still would have probably had a bit of a go, but yeah. there would have been some accountability there and there would have been some explanation there. And I think people would have been a bit more willing to get behind the situation and get behind the team going into Monday. Yeah. Instead, going and sending a text message. And, you know, I've, I've seen people say, you know, maybe he wasn't aware that a text between him and Jim White would have gone, been broadcast on the radio. That's not how it works, is it? If you're in the industry, Dave, he would have known that that was on the record, wouldn't he? When he sent that, 100%. He would have known it was going to get read out as a kind of statement. But to go to a national radio station to provide that statement, I think Adam wrote a piece in the Echo about it. It's absolutely, absolutely right. Can't think of a better way to describe it. It is a slap in the face to supporters. Gone to Goodison Park tonight and watched that and experienced that. And I've woken up today, nothing on the official channels. Instead, they get a text ma- text message to a presenter on a national radio station. It's just, it is an appalling way, an appalling way to communicate with supporters in what are dire times for the football club. Couldn't couldn't word it any better. And and just to, just to add to, not just him but brands, the people who are responsible for all this or are supposed to be responsible. Um, you know, I've, the, the trailer thought I've been down in in the last twenty four hours or so. You know, it, to me, it seems if you think of Machiri's the blame, you think Brands is the blame, you still think Bill Kenwright is. Obviously, entitled to that view, but it's one of two answers for me for each of those individuals. Um, the CEO, Denise, as well. You know, they either have the job that we all think they've got and they tell us they've got. And what, you know, if you go on the website itself and look at Marcel Brands's. CV, it tells you what his role is and it's recruitment and it's academy and it's everything to do with footballers and stuff like that, yeah? And he he either does that and he's completely woeful at it or if he doesn't do it, he's happy to sit there and continue doing it in the way in which he's doing it now, which is quite pathetic or not being given the role in which he wants to do, but yet he's on the board and is DOF and can sit there receiving money to the point where nobody has decided that he's not good enough and needs to be sacked. The difficulty in that is he's on the board. He'll make part of that decision 
if they want to get rid of him. He's not going to say yes if that's the case. Machiri himself, he can decide what he wants to decide. Well, what are you doing, mate? You, you, you did this 8% thing or whatever it is, the communication thing. It absolutely stinks. We've said it for a long, long time with this guy. Yet, there's been nothing that's improved. There's been nothing that has led him to, you know, you know, like this, this on Monday, oh, you know, the daddy's coming home type of thing on Monday against Arsenal. When he rocks up, I tell you what, he, he'll get a lot of rubbish on there on, on Monday and, and probably rightfully so because if you you start from the top and you think, well, okay, well, that's the only way things change is by him making a decision that's above the responsibility of the other people in the board. So he needs to learn what is happening here on a serious level. Otherwise, I mean, could you? I can't imagine a scenario where he's sitting there reading the newspapers, reading the Echo and stuff like that. He's going to pick up his phone, bring whoever on the board and say, oh, Marcel, this is really bad. You know, the fans are kicking off. Was it bad at Goodison last night? Blah, blah. He gives whatever crap he wants to say back to him to say, you know what? Dave, really Dave I, don't even, I don't even think lines of communication like that are open. Honestly, no, I, I agree. I agree, and and that's you know that's worse than what I've just said. But even if he's even if he's told by people he's decided that on this board, he, there's a level at which there's somewhere along the lines of when you tell him something, he believes what you say. Do you know what I mean? If you if you own a business, if anything you own, our business here, our little mini business, the the, the blue room, if something happens that we don't like, or the people or fans or I hate to say the word customers, but people who pay to use our Patreon sort of thing and they don't like a particular thing somebody said on it, we're going to take a responsibility for that. We're going to say, okay, well, obviously it's not what we thought, which is what we like to say all the time. We're as open as it gets. You know, you want to say, make a comment, you make your comment, that's your comment. It's not the Blue Room's comment or my comment or your comment, it's theirs. But there's a responsibility for us to have the content we sort of put out to fans who want to listen to us. Now, you know, if if part of what we've done is crap or whatever, or something is said on here and we don't like that they've said it or we disagree with them, it's a disagreement and we leave it as it is. But at a football club, if you own a football club and there's a part of it that is yeah. completely ridiculous, the way in which Everton are right now, why on earth is the man that makes money from this? not sorting anything out. Why does he think that these are still the people he wants there to get Everton in the right direction? And yet we're told repeatedly that this guy, when we recruit players, he's obviously has a part in on it because we, we heard when we got, um, was it when we got uh, Ancelotti? Mm. We, we've heard from several people, decent sources that have said that Brands wasn't in favour of bringing him in as the manager. Well, that's when it's convenient for the owner to say, do you know what, this is my decision. We're going with him. You're going to have to, you know, sort it out yourself. You're going to have to speak to him and, and, and carry on making a decent going of what you're doing in this football club. Well, that's fine. But when it comes to the crunch, which is what this is right now, let's face it, you know, looking at a relegations battle, which is exactly what we're at right now. Uh, what are we, five, six points? And I think Burnley have got a game in hand in, in yeah. eighth place. Where is he then? Where is he Where is he? Is the most important point? Yes, that's a very important decision, getting a new manager in, getting players in. When does he? Why does he pull rank in that situation? Is that because, oh, do you know what? I own this. Like if someone says that to him, he'd probably turn around and go, oh, you're cheeky, I own this football club, I'm entitled to do what I like. Well, yeah, fair enough, mate. I, I, I appreciate that you probably have that question of people when they ask you something like that. But then when I put the question back to you when Everton are going to defence right now, what are you doing? Oh, I, I'll ask the board. I'll ask the people I've employed here. Well, that that doesn't wash, does it? That's not, it doesn't make sense in any just, shape or form. You just, when I, when I saw that statement today, my immediate thought was, this fella's just so out of touch. With oh, massively. Everything. Massively. Every, he's every, asked. Do you think he's asked? Probably. I mean, is, is, will he still be making money from the club eventually? I, I, I don't really know. I'm not really into the finances, but I just I just saw that. And the, the way in which 
it was done obviously as a text message to a, a journalist on national radio, and the, the content of it as well, Dave, and it, how it was it was all framed around the manager. And listen, Benitez is. <laughs> I, we said it all week leading up to this game. Is he a problem at Everton? Yeah. Is he the biggest problem? Absolutely not. And I think fans uh, have gone on to that now. There's no real. He's been anger. in the past as well, Matt. He's, he's yeah. a bit of somebody who. Those people leave the club again, and, and, and part of last night. Sorry to interrupt you, but when people are talking about him and the situation that's wrong with the football club, I think it's short-sighted just to simply say Rafa Benitez shouldn't be Everton manager, because you can say these about managers that have maybe done half decent at some point, like Silver did up until some point, like you know other managers that we've had at Cumin when he's got us into Europe that first season that was half decent or whatever it is. You know, when when people are talking about that, that's when it's not as much of an issue as this becomes. Yet, you want to just blame simply once again the manager when there's so many levels above him that it, it, we could have a, a, a two-hour podcast right now and not, not even get into the tactics of what Rafa Benitez did wrong. Yes, we want to do that. Yes, we want to talk about that. Yes, I want to be a football club that talks about those football things, football pitch things, but we're not. The the main things we're talking about are why this football club is falling apart, and it's because what's above him. And for, from that perspective, and, and people will say, shut up, Dave, do one, Dave, whatever, but I actually I feel sorry for him. I actually feel sorry for him. Watching him sit next to Big Dunk last night, and trying to figure things out, maybe change the systems, whatever it is he's got in his head to try and change things, Rondon, whoever, bring one of the kids on. All that, I'm looking, I'm thinking, you know what, mate? It's just not going to work. Why is it not going to work? Because what you've been dealt when you've done this thing, because you're obsessed with football, that's why you manage football, because you love it. You absolutely love it. You've said these things before. People have interviewed you. You are obsessed with being a football manager. That is actually not the best thing for you right now, mate. Do you know what I mean? This is going to be a really difficult time for you. And yes, some of it, you making a certain change, you putting Jenk Tosin on in a football match. Yes, that's an issue I want to talk about. Yes, that's a problem. Rafa, why are you doing that? Why are you not putting on one of the kids who maybe can do a little bit better and have a decent run? And the first thing they're doing in their career is playing in a Merseyside derby. That's a big thing. You know, Anthony Gordon, similar. All of that sort of stuff. You know, why aren't you doing that instead? And I can sit here and talk about things till we're blue in the face. But the reason he's got the issues he's got and not the, the first reason why is because of how poor the things are that are above him, not the things that he's actually doing. Well, that's why he's and, here in the first place, isn't he? As well. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's it. It's why Big Sam was here, wasn't it? You know, mm. it's it's that same feeling once again. And, and well, near four years on, and things have, have gotten worse to the point where you know, is is it beyond the idea that you'd see him back in, in, in the chair again at some oh point? I, nothing surprises me anymore, Matt. Big Sam, Big Sam Remontada. <laughs> Big, Big Sam what? Big Sam Remontada. Spanish word for comeback. <laughs> I don't like that one, mate. You'll have to listen. Oh, God. But, um, yeah, that, that's, that's my point there. There are so many different levels that you want to blame in this football club. Are you going to go along the Benitez line? Sadly, that makes it's all it... bad. It's all bad. Well, exactly. It is, Matt. But the, the thing that, that separates fans here, look, we, we've just had something come into us. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this yet on the Blue Room Twitter uh, about potentially doing some sort of protesting where, you know, every fan group, all, all the different fan groups who are all really good, all really great at what they do. We're all big fans of them good people who work on them all. Maybe trying to put something together where, you know, we we approach the football club before a match in, in sort of protest and things like that. But and which is which is a good idea as far as I'm concerned, because fans are entitled to do that. Uh, you know, as we know across the park, they've done it with with their owners in the past where things have been really, really difficult for them for obviously different reasons. Mm. And I applaud that. I also ask, where are we pointing this? Where do we point this? There'll be people who want to point it at Bill Kenwright. There'll be people who want to point it at Machiri. Everything we've done in this chat that we've had tonight, you know, they'll want to put it towards Brands. Uh, Denise will be thrown in there. 
all, all every single facet you think mm. that is wrong with this football club. And that is the real most worrying thing for me is we're not talking about a particular direction going. Don't you know, in, in terms of Ken Wright, when the protests come in for that for him, when the protests come in for Peter Johnson, individual people you don't want at your football club that if they go, things will improve. We're worse than that. We don't have that. That that doesn't exist. It's not like a Mike Ashley situation, is it, where there's, there's no. this one figurehead who who is sort of people can direct the the, the ire towards. Yeah, so that, that's exactly what I'm saying. So in the position we're in right now, you will have typically people who want to say, "I don't want Bill Kenwright anywhere near this football club. He's still the chairman." Um, well, in 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 face, but by the way, it is with Machiri owning it. Um, I want him gone. Okay, let's do that then. Let's give you what people want. Get rid of Bill Kenwright. What happens to the club then? Nothing changes, in my opinion. I, I I don't think anything changes if that happens. If you get rid of him, then you start looking at further up that line. Okay, that's not going to work. What else do you want, guys? What else do I want? What do you want, Dave? Brands. I don't think Brands should be doing the job that he does because I don't think he's good enough, and I think he's far too involved in things that he possibly shouldn't be involved in. I.e., being on the board. Um, director of football the way that works you know much better than me about that and there are obviously big football fans who know much more about me who've, who've researched that sort of thing do I want him there probably not okay Dave we'll get rid of the brands does that solve everything mm, no it doesn't solve everything it solves a few things the recruitment maybe the academy the way that works okay next one down the line who do you want to get rid of I want to get rid of David Unsworth why okay well we've got no young players coming through because he treats the under-23s and all of the academy teams, like he's, he manages a football club um, and he's not looking at who the players are, he's more looking at, uh, can the team win? Can they put 10 men behind the ball and get a 1-0 result rather than somebody who's going to rip the opposition apart and be a top-class young lad who gets a game and moves on to the first team? That's a perfectly valid thing to think. OK, let's get rid of him. How does that change things? Well, it probably does. But you you can't really get all that on a banner, can you? Dave? Well, no, but it's not going yeah, to. Also, it's also that's not going to come to fruition until a couple of years down the line. When if you're starting to recruit young players, who you want in there because of how they play, not because of how the team is any good. Um, and and that's when ultimately I hope people are starting to think when I'm moving to the next one and the next one and the next one. That I think shows you the predicament we all have is that there'll be a lot of us who broadly agree with what's wrong with the club. Yes, the board. What's the board? All of these people we've spoken about tonight, right? You've been the lot of them. Is it possible to bin the lot of them? I don't even know if that is possible or even legal because they've got shares, they've got jobs. Some of them are on the board. <laughs> What? Some of them are on the board. Well, no, you know, that's, exactly. It's, it's... No, that's what I mean. There's a lot of them. Do you know what I mean? There'll be people who come on. Again, if we do that spacious thing, whenever it is, the next time we do it, we ask that question to people out there. What, who would you like to get rid of? Many people will come on and say, a lot of them. <laughs> is that possible? I don't know. I don't know if it's possible to come well, it's not, get is it? rid of it's, it's not possible. It's not, right. It's not at all because there is, there is obviously shareholders. There'll be people who have shares. I'm pretty sure brands might well have shares. In order to get rid of them as well, you have to pay them out. So that's a lot of money you'd have to put out as well. So I hope I'm trying to create this picture. Very bleak one, that is. Mm. You know, the yes, we all want this changed. We all want various different things with people out and people to change up and different things to happen. So whatever happens on the pitch is the thing that comes from the top and they start to fix it. But... I have to admit, Matt, I don't know which situation you go down here other than the only comment I've made, and that is it's down to Mashiri because he's the only person who can change it. If he wants to bin brands, if he rang up tonight and say, I want you sacked, I don't want you anymore, this isn't working, goodbye, could he do that? Yes, he could. You know, could he get rid of Denise if he wanted to? Yes, he could. Bill? You've sat on this board for years, mate. No idea what you're doing now, but, you know, a lot of fans are angry about this. 
and you know it's time to release the club. It's time to get the, the your train set as the, the saying used to go. Goodbye, Bill. Can he do that? Yes, he can. Mm-hmm. Um, but he'll keep his shares when he's got some still got some shares and stuff yeah. like that. But you're not on the board any longer, right? Okay, let's do that. And that's the only guy I can see who's going to do anything. But then the other side of that is I've just watched him send the text message in to Jim White <laughs> and tell me what's going to happen and we're not going to sack the manager. Oh, Farhad, cheers for letting us know that, lad. You know, go back to playing golf or being in your yacht, whatever it is you are, and, and the other businesses that you obviously well within your rights to, to carry on taking care of and, and going with your 8% towards Everton that you, you can't be asked doing anything else for. That, to me, is what, what our problem is, is the man that owns the football club doesn't seem to be willing to come forward and say, do you know what? The fans are right here, which they are, which they are, by the way. Fans are right. The fans are absolutely spot on to say that there are people who make decisions in this football club who should not be doing them for the football club. And, you know, even if you go about it in a, in a typical business-like way, are they doing the job correctly? Like if I went into work tomorrow, and somebody said to me, are you doing your job properly, Dave? And I said, do you know what? I can't. I'm, I'm sick like I've been. Well, Dave, you can't work while you're sick, mate. Go, on, go home and have a rest and get better. Well, it's the same thing. It's the exact same thing, but it's a glorified thing because it's a football club and it's a football business in the Premier League of, of people who are very well paid, um, you know, people who have ownerships of certain different things outside the football that's how boards work. Is it really that difficult? My answer is no. If he wants to fix this, he can fix this. So as far as I'm concerned, yes, we've spoken for nearly an hour now on who we think is to blame, who we think needs to go, who we think needs to change things. We've spoken for a long time about that. Who's the person that can change them? Us rocking up there with a the protest, it's a big thing. It's a good thing for fans to do. It's a positive thing for people to do. It protests the thing that they're not happy with. Absolutely. I'm right alongside with them. I'll go there with them. Right? Happy to do that. But the book comes to the guy who owns the football club. It's his thing, sadly. And he is the one who makes the changes if he wants to make them. Rather than texting Jim White saying that the manager's going to stay. He must sit there and look at that game from last night and think, this is the issue, the manager. The fans aren't happy with the manager. Can you imagine the nonsense that he's given him messages by the people who want to stay on the board? <laughs> it's, they're not going to go at you, mate. Don't worry. It's, uh, it's no, not, it's no, not but your what, fault. What I mean is, what I mean is, if he messages, he's, he's, he gets his paper out in his yacht, whatever he is, or the golf course, when he's got his little five iron to play in, looks at the papers, oh, God, we got beat again here. This isn't good. Uh, the fans are kicking off. I'm going to call Brands. Brands, what's going on, mate? Well, I bet you now completely he will have said, well, you know, the, the team's not doing great. Rafa wasn't my decision to get in. I think it was yours or whoever it was. You know, the reason why things aren't working is because of this. But I bet you, pound to a penny, he's never going to say, I'm the problem. It's something I haven't done well. And that's the bottom line. Once again, Matt, Uh people who are responsible, will they take accountability for what they're doing wrong? Absolutely not. They will not. And whilst Mishiri's sitting away from things, isn't sitting there knowing what's going on when the board talks, whenever they have conversations within the board's room, all that sort of thing, when he's told what has gone on in those, is he willing to make a decision based on somebody saying, no, that's not my fault? Well, no, he's not, because they're still there. The football club's still doing really, really badly. And this is how it continues. This is how it's going to continue until he ultimately gets in his head that the issue at the football club is the only thing he can change. And sadly, all of us as fans going there to protest, stuff like that, all to the power, absolutely spot on what we all should do but we can't change things. We can't change things. We can make people aware. We can yep. wait, make big channels aware. We can make all the national media aware. Can we make the change? No. Will that guy listen? Well, I'm guessing no, because he's not. it's not too difficult to find out what fans think right now, is it? No, I think you, you, you're spot on. 
And I think it's, you know, the stuff about protests, obviously it's very early days yet, that isn't it? And like you said, I've seen a, a few of the messages and stuff like that. And, you know, I, I support mean, and this isn't us saying the blue room backs the protest because, like you said, we have many different people on this exactly. who come on and do yeah. their own voices. But it's it's something it's something I'd be I'd be up for going down for. You said yourself that there will be, and I'm sure there'll be people who, who come on this show and listen to this show who feel the same. But I, I, I just feel, Dave, and I think Les was talking about this in, in one of the in one of the shows or in one of the WhatsApps. It it just feels like the fan base has just been battered for so long and are so worn down and it is such an you know there's people who are obviously angry but it feels like there's so many who are just apathetic you know you look at the, the, the pictures of the ground last night after after that fair goal went in and how empty it was it just it just feels like this people have had the the spark and the joy and the passion sort of beaten out of them and ground out to them down the years the I think if 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 it does news, if does something to do with a protest doing the rounds of the next next few few days, I, I even though things are desperate at the moment, we've got all these issues. I I don't know how, how much how many people get down there and do it. I I, I honestly don't. Cause it, I just feel like people are just so fed up of it. Um, there are increasing number of people who just don't. There are increasing number of people who just don't care. The you know. And, We've seen stuff with the fans before, and this isn't me having to go a pop at supporters, by the way, because I feel like this. I feel ground down by them, and I feel let down by them, and I feel apathetic towards them. You know, I've, I've, I've never left the game as early as I did last night, but I didn't feel bad about it or, or, or anything because it's it's just it's just a state we're in. But the, the fan base is not one to mobilise and do things. You know, we, we've seen things down the years, haven't we, with regards to um, the the group of lads who tried to, to get the atmosphere going in the stadium. And yeah. after a while, there's a little flurry behind it and then it, then it fades it fades away. And every time we have one of these things, which is to do with um, improving things in the ground, um, potential p- people protesting against uh, people at the top of the football club, it all just fizzles out because the fan base is dormant and the enthusiasm's gone and apathy has truly set in. And I, I, I sort of feel like the only way that something like that's going to happen is if we are in deep, deep peril, and people might say now we're, we're, we're in that, but I, I think I think you've got to be looking at a situation where ten games to go, we are right in the mire, and, and we haven't. We we've obviously been in this position quite a few times in, in recent years under machinery, where we've been either in the relegation zone or tentatively just above it, but we haven't been in that position yet with ten games to go, where you're thinking, "Fucking hell, this is yeah. really, really scary." Now, this is this is terrifying. And maybe we might get there this season. I don't know, but it, it feels to me it's going to take something like that, some real fear and some real genuine, genuine peril of this football club going into the championship before the, the supporters are sort of we are, are awakened from this this dormant slumber that the football club's put us in for for so many years. Yeah, now, just just to react, what you're saying there is, that, you know, am I willing to be along the people who? protest this football club well yes I'm a season ticket holder I pay money to go to watch Everton absolutely right I am yes I support that do I support that act is it asked to me on a survey question by the club <laughs> which would be quite ironic yeah. wouldn't it yeah. yes absolutely I would take yes I am in favour of protest towards how this football club is running right now absolutely yes uh, where I feel quite a little bit different to what you've said Matt is uh, and maybe similar to one extent, really, is that when you do that, when you make that action, when you get, and and I think um, Lee from the Bullens, who've done that fantastic um, banner that was in there, that's been there, it was at Brentford as well. Yeah, again, great work, brilliant from the lads. That's exactly what many of us feel at that football club. Um, he, he said yesterday, he put a comment, something along the lines of, you know, I just hope it's, I just I just wish it would make a, a difference. And it does make a difference. It makes a difference to us as fans. Do you want to see that? Would you want, do you want your fans, your fellow fans of Everton to, to do that? Yes, absolutely. Because this football club for far too long, for decades, certainly as long as I'm, I'm, I've been alive, Matt, has been ran similar to this. Possibly this, possibly this is the worst it is right now. The way in which it's been run, many people say it is. Many people say no, it was much worse under Peter Johnson. Whatever, however you want to talk about it, it's it's crap. It's it's shit right now. How it's run. So yeah, absolutely do I support it. Yes, 
what the thing that makes it difficult for me not to do it by the way because like I said I'm I'll be on board but what the the difficult thing is is similar to what you said there in you know I just only wish it made a difference it makes a difference to us as fans yes because what it does is it it proves that the football club is just not what we want to be our football club because they won't react they'll know what the problem is they know what the problem is which makes you even more even more furious right now to what is not happening things are not changing the club the team is getting worse and and that makes you feel even worse it makes you feel even more sad that this is the situation because we can scream like yesterday the people who did it everyone who's at the ground everyone who watched it at the TV at home if they couldn't make it to Goodison last night are screaming to live blue in the face at what they think is wrong with this club, that they don't like what is happening there. Are they going to change it because fans don't like it? Well, it doesn't look like they are. And that is the main problem. So don't ever think that it doesn't matter. And this is probably my message to, to Lee. Um, you know, don't ever think that it doesn't matter or, it, you know, you wish it made a difference. Yes, I wish if we went and protested about the board, they, they all left or something changed or they said, you know what, we're right, here's what we're going to do differently or something that could possibly make a difference of us getting better. That, to me, is, is, is nothing that's going to change. But it's important that we've done it because as fans, that is the football club we are, we're what that football club should be. The fans that want the best from Everton, the NSNO stuff that is, is now unfortunately a cliche, isn't it? Of a yeah. long time ago. Oh, God, yeah. That is what we want. Are the people who are responsible for that going to change it? Sadly, no. But I tell you what, I'd feel, I feel a hell of a lot better that fans have decided to take action against this because does it change? Probably not. Should it change? Absolutely. You know, if it doesn't, at least we've tried and we are, we're still Everton. We're the Everton we want. Mm. And, and, that, and at the end of the day, sadly, the way football is these days, the way businesses are run, the way football's run on money, ultimately, it's going to be what the guy who owns the football club decides to do. That just seems to be giving a reply to Jim White deciding the managerial situation. It's not even as bad as the managerial situation. No. It's worse. No, it's, yeah. It's heavy, isn't it? We haven't even spoken yeah. about any, anything to do with a ball being kicked last night. Well, oh. <laughs> I'm not even going to go into it. I've, I've, I've done all that. We're just, um, just quickly around. Right, so I mean, the, the, the match. Well, it's, it, they got levered by a much better it, team, didn't they? Result from that match. I know, I know we'd all be happy and, you know, like, all the Liverpool fans are doing, take the piss, do the agent, Rafa, shout and all that stuff. That's fine. That, that's what football fans do. Is take we'd the do the up. same, wouldn't we, obviously, if we were in that situation. Yeah, imagine what we're saying, oh, you know, Rafa's turned into a blue and all this stuff. We'd be absolutely taking the piss like we all were last week, last year, when we won at Anfield for the first time in, in 20 years, you know. Everybody's taking the piss because that's what football fans do. No problem with that whatsoever. Um, and and the game itself, sadly, it was just a, it was just a non-event. But I think many people who are listening to us now, the people who listen to our pods, um, the other guys from all the other pods and all of the big shows, which are brilliant, you know, listening to us and hearing where we are in a position of what the football club is, this has been needed, uh, and it continues to be needed until something changes, Matt. And if it doesn't change, I guarantee I'll still be here as, as long as I can be, uh, and you will talking about the main issues and what's wrong with this football club because that's what matters and and unfortunately it matters much more than who the manager is or who the players are because that will only change by the big stuff we've spoken about changing and we have to stay in line with each other yeah we'll do our best let's quickly wrap up some comments we had in Dave um, sort of asked how Everton go forward after this Harry Watt said I think but he says if lucky we'll get the next four Save his job. Arsenal, Palace, Chelsea, and Leicester. Uh, considering Leeds and Southampton have got quite nice weekend fixtures, we could be 16th 
going into the Arsenal game and our worst run of form this century doesn't bode well. Um, By the way, that's that's on paper the easier fixture of all the ones we've got leading up. Yeah, I know. I know. We've got Silent Blue Giants, uh, Mashiri, that is good for and Jim White know that nothing is changing. What's the point in hoping for any of it as a supporter? The owner is clear about his stance and that's that. Uh, Patrick Ridge just said fold, ideally. Uh, would, it be, would it be a would it be averse to that mate I think Keith said as well last night the only solution at the moment is a big uh, tub of gasoline and some matches maybe that's just where, where we need to go next just burn it all to the ground um, we've got Michael Potter saying if you give Benitez money in January you need to keep him for the length of his contract or we are even more idiotic than I thought I'm in favour of giving him no money to be clear um, Phil Howarth hope you're doing well mate there's legs recovering from that Big charity challenge uh, saying uh, we need a video. Uh, we need a video of sit down interviews with all the board members addressing the failures, and we need communication regarding a plan moving forward. And we'll do one more. You got more, you got more chance of Santa giving you your presence, your presence in person on the 25th this month. Uh, no, no chance, absolutely no chance of that happening. Um, and the last one. You've got more chance of Machiri coming down. You <laughs> come more chance of doing an interview Atlanta. with the club. Yeah, God. yeah. Maybe, Maybe the club. Yeah. Like that. What, what do you want for Christmas if you work at Everton Football Club? Uh, I'd like to talk to me, boss, please, mate. Oh God. <laughs> um, let Let's do this one as well. <laughs> from Joe saying, "My biggest fear is that the club don't seem to think anything needs to change. At least barring the manager, Brands even needs to have autonomy and control, or needs to leave." But he says needs to does he? be. I don't know. Does he? That's the problem. We don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm I'm comfortable with that. With him, what him, him going? Complete control of stuff. Because has he got a backbone there? I don't know. Because he seems to be happy sitting. He'll be making a big, big amount of money. I was uh, saying last night, Dave. He he's effectively the director of football equivalent of a a fair choice goalie like Scott Carson or Richard Wright when they were at Man City. They were yeah. just sort of there. Yeah, no, they were. No, no, they were never really going to have a say or any kind of tangible, tangible impact on anything. But just being there, getting all the club gear, being around the place every day, taking a salary, but not really doing anything that's yeah. really important or in regards to the weekend. Of course, you get to it. Yeah, um, and also just finish off Joe's point, saying Bill Cameron needs to go, Denise Barrett Baxter needs to go, David Unsworth needs to go as well. Um, yeah, and Robbie, 1878, and I could set the building on fire with a gift there as well. So that's where we are. David, I think it's um, heavy, heavy, isn't it, mate? It is, and, and I keep um, keeping in mind as, as we're going through this, Matt, the success, the, the point you made about success, it's just so bang on. If people haven't watched that yet, there, there's something you need to do before Christmas, by the way, or over Christmas when you've got mm. some time away from work or whatever, and you're watching your telly, go and watch that. Um, oh, Logan Roy in charge of Everton would be, would be wonderful to be fair just telling everyone to fuck off yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a run of the Murdochs really isn't it that's what uh, it's picked yeah. on yeah, well yeah. I'll tell you right now if you watch that I guarantee you to come away with the thought that it's the complete opposite of Everton uh, in many ways the way in which it's ran this, this man's massive billionaire company it's a fantastic watch i'm sure most people have i don't know why yeah say it. most people will have watched it or know of it um i, I haven't like it <laughs> i can i can see a lot of similar similarities amongst watching it every single show i watch you know yeah it is uh, close brutal brutal mate yeah. uh we've got arsenal anyway coming up on monday i'm sure we'll have loads before that Let, pe- feel free people to get the thoughts in as well Let, you know maybe i'm completely mis reading the room there in regards to the fans would people be up for, for doing something like that and again you know this isn't us saying the blue room is going to do a protest but I'd just be genuinely interested to see and whether there'd be an appetite for it or whether you know you'd have your 19 minutes of everything every week and that, that's sort of it that, that's all you want so get well, in yeah, touch no you're right I think I think the, when you made that point um, this is not the blue room saying this because it's, it's people on the blue room saying this um, because I'm certainly saying it because I'm an Everton fan and I want my football club to be better and not be really bad as it is right now, as simple as that. Um, and fans should be entitled to say what their issue is. So, yeah, absolutely. You know, there'll be other people we have on the show, there'll be other people on other pods who I'm pretty much... It'll be every single person who's a fan will will be saying, yes, they will be 
wanting to see change at the football club. Therefore, they're in support of it, Matt. Whether they can or not, rock up to Goodison and start kicking off. Yeah. You know, yeah. But what you want for your football club to do is to change and move on and get different people in and whatever it is. Yes, absolutely. Big, massive tick. Yeah, change needed, 100%. Um, at various levels of the football club. But uh, we'll leave it there today, mate. Um, I'm sure we'll be back over the weekend when we to talk about another disaster <laughs> probably at <laughs> some point. Um, but if you haven't listened to the post-match, like I said, just to reiterate, go back and give that a listen. Uh, Mose, Matt, and particularly Keith on top form. The, the table next to us in the pub day last night when we were recording that. Which booze um, was it? We went to Rigby's after the game. Um, and um, yeah, Keith... Keith promised the uh, the lad working behind the bar to give him a massive tip if he turned the highlights off of the game because it was on at that point because obviously we'd all got off early. But um, the table next to us, I think the other blues as well, they were just sort of wide-eyed staring <laughs> at us while <laughs> Keith was going off on this mad Duncan Ferguson monologue. So, uh, dear me, dear me. But uh, we'll leave it there. Thanks for everyone for listening anyway to this week's uh, edition of The Blue Room. Um, We'll be back again over the weekend on Blue Room Extra with Mailbag with Weekend Preview um, as we look ahead to that Arsenal game and what could be a very interesting Arsenal game with the owner, Farad Mashiri, in attendance. It's his old club. It's his old club. It's his old club. It's his old club. Yeah. Um, I bet you the Arsenal... Front row. I think, as as Matt Fluss said on the the post-match last night, all those Arsenal fans who are desperate for him and have to get more involved in that football club, I bet you they're breathing a big sigh of relief now. Um, Tell but me yeah. the best thing that could happen to your football. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back, lads. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, all the build up. Yeah, with the world be as well. <laughs> all the build up and all usual places going into that game. Let us know your thoughts on anything to do with Everton. Message us at the Blue Room EFC on Twitter. I'm at Matt J Football. Dave is at David Downey seventeen. Is it David Downey or Dave Downey on Twitter? Yeah, David Dot Downey said, "Fucking hell, Matt." Bad, David Dot. Oh, no, it's not. It's David Downey seventeen. See, see you oh, get it wrong yourself. Right. You get it wrong yourself. <laughs> David Downey seventeen. Ah, David oh, Downey seventeen other, on Twitter. The other side of things as well. Obviously, you know everyone who listens about our Patreon. Obviously, it's Christmas coming up. If you want to join us, we'll be doing more and more things. We'll be doing some fun things as well, no doubt. Uh, over Christmas, not just to completely be on a down and listen and, and talking about the way in which Everton is right now. Obviously, there's a lot of that to discuss and we will continue to, but also we'll be doing some positive stuff and some fun things around Christmas. Everyone loves that period, don't they, with the quizzes and yeah, all sorts yeah. of things and jumpers and all sorts of fun like that. So we'll, we'll be right along those lines as everybody else is in life and, and try and veer away at times away from the things that are really making us all feel crap. Yeah. Right now, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, like Everton, <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no, stick with us, we'll get through it together, we'll be all over it, whatever happens at the football club, of course. But, um, yeah, if you want to join us on Patreons, patreon.com slash the blue room extra, uh, like Dave said, about a pound a week, loads of Everton content, uh, as we come up to the busiest part of the season. But that's it from us today. Cheers to Dave and Matt Jones. We'll speak to you again very soon here on the blue room. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.